Welcome to Dietitian Power Hour. This is Libby, and I was going to be drinking a really beautiful bottle of Chardonnay, but I opened it, and it tastes like garbage, and I'm super disappointed. So it's getting turned into a risotto tomorrow as punishment, and instead, I took a shot of tequila, and I am drinking a um, really delicious IPA from a local brewery, Bale Breaker, um, and it's tasty. Wow, <laughs> Libby, you're really doing it today. You're making up for like the lack of drinking that I'm doing today. Yes, yes. My name is Morgan. I am drinking water, and I wish I was not, but I really don't have any alcohol here, and I'm so tired today. I'm just like taking it easy. But if I were drinking, it would probably be a mojito. <laughs> so I'll just say that. Again. <laughs> hey, it's Cody. I- I ran out of White Claw this week, so I'm having a grapefruit bubbly. And the only other alcohol I have at my house is this lime gin, but I'm strongly debating taking a little shot of that. Ooh, as we go. In your grapefruit bubbly, that would be so good. That would be grapefruit good. and lime. Yeah. Oh my god, okay. Cody, where have go you been? On, go yeah. on and splash a little in there. Yeah, splash a lot in there. Let's all bring forth <laughs> a new cocktail. Can we do that next Wait, week? Bring next a new week, cocktail? we're all going to show up with something delicious that we made. We didn't just drink a beer or a White Claw. We made a delicious cocktail. Down. Oh. Yeah. I'm in. It's I a competition. Know. And then we will always have something to drink because we can just borrow each other's ideas. Right? Love that idea. Oh, yeah. Pass okay. it along. <laughs> <laughs> what it, what's it called? Um, pay it forward. <laughs> <laughs> Drink it forward. Drink it forward. Love Cheers. that. <laughs> All right. So someone want to introduce our topic for today? Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to like pour gin into a hole the size of a penny. So today we're oh, talking oh, about... Can. I get it. Sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. I don't know what you just said. I was confused. Carry on. Okay, <laughs> so today we're talking about meat alternatives, dairy alternatives, right? Dairy alternatives? Or did I just make that up? No, yeah, uh, yeah, I and think so. Plant-based diets, super trendy, super fun, super exciting. Yes. Yeah. So let's start with what the hell is a plant-based diet? So I think- Ooh, that's kind of a loaded question. Yes, and I- I wish that we could like have people yell at us from a distance and tell us what they think a plant-based diet is. Probably the Google definition is not what we would think. Oh but, my gosh. Um, like I think vegan, I'll yell from the back. Vegan. Yeah, you <laughs> vegetarian. Vegetarian. Um, no meat. No meat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, and um and that is not in my I mean my understanding of a plant-based diet is it's a normal diet but you eat more plant-based foods. So you still eat meat, you still eat dairy if you want, but you eat a higher proportion of fresh or canned or frozen fruits and vegetables, but like a whole foods type of diet. So you're not, you know, you're not eating tofu and, and, uh, uh, like processed and yeah, you're not eating like highly processed foods. You're eating a whole foods type diet, which right, is wonderful and we should all be doing so. 
Yeah. Do you guys remember when that dietitian, when we were in school, um, she came in and spoke to our class. I think she worked in cardiac rehab and yes. she talked about plant-based diets. I, I know her. That. Yes, she was. Oh, I remember her. She was kind of like, I don't want to use the word hippie, but she was like, she was cool. I wanted to be her friend. Hey, you guys, <laughs> I know her. I used to um, shadow her in cardiac rehab. Oh, okay, my God. what's her name? Josie. Josie. Josie, yes, that's right. And she is, is she cool? She's so freaking cool. I really, really liked her. She definitely has a cool job. Yeah, they, okay, cardiac rehab was like my dream job before I got my current job. I think it'd be so fun. But they are pretty, I mean, like, they're pretty, pretty strictly plant, plant-based. plant Like, they're plant-based, which, I mean, to be fair, it's like after a major cardiac event. And mm-hmm. you maybe should be a little stricter with your diet in that situation mm-hmm. but they they advocate for a pretty strict um like plant-based diet which i mean makes sense but i think it just depends like libby you said in your mind plant-based diet is a little more flexible like it's primarily plants sometimes meat sometimes dairy if you want but i think for everyone that looks kind of different like for someone they could choose not to eat meat or not eat dairy which is their choice or to include it. And it could also, it could still be like whole foods plant-based with, while including meat and dairy. Yes. Yeah. That's one of, that's the reason I brought up Josie because I remember with her presentation with us, she showed how it can kind of be a spectrum, right? On one end of the spectrum, you have purely plant-based only. So that would be like a vegan diet on the opposite end of the spectrum. You have, a diet that's high in animal products. And I just remember she talked about how we could all probably benefit from moving further along the spectrum towards the plant-based diet. But that doesn't mean you have to totally cut out animal products. I, I like the word plant-focused better myself. Oh, nice. Ooh, I haven't heard that yet. Before. Yeah, because... It, because there's benefits to be had because plants are amazing and they have lots of awesome nutrients for us that are still not even well understood. No, I like that. Um, Cody's so trendy. He's always so trendy. He has the freaking the term find- at the top. Cody always has the latest like buzzwords and or like really? not even buzzwords, but like I, words that I've never heard before. Where do you find out this? Oh, really? Cody? Yes. I I mean I I don't know where I learned that term. Probably the internet. You used one last week too, and I was like, I like that word. That's a good word. And I don't Just what read his educational emails from the academy that we get, because I don't. I think I shouldn't. But yeah, so so obviously there, I think there can be varying definitions when you hear that term plant based diet. But I think most people probably do think of just a strict vegan diet, excluding animal products. I think you're right. Have you guys noticed, like, on social media, like, how trendy plant-based diets are right now? Oh, my God. Yes. And I think that's why it's important to talk about it. Because, I mean, obviously, we support the idea of, like, a whole foods plant-based diet. But I think there's just so many different... um, What? I... like misinformation out there and so I think it's important to kind of like talk about it yes like I I'm all for plant-based being trendy right obviously what I hate is that they're like advertising a plant-based diet and then their hashtag is 
hashtag vegan, hashtag meat is murder, hashtag, yeah. you know, and it's like, <laughs> okay, you're not, you're not following a plant-based diet. You're following a vegan diet and they yes. are different. They're not the, they are yes. not the same because right. I eat dairy and I eat meat and fish, but I follow what I would call a plant-based diet. So it's like, it's, it's unfair to me as someone who wants to eat a steak every once in a while to say that a plant-based diet is a vegan diet because it's not the same freaking thing. Right. And it pisses me off. It makes me like, irrationally irritated. <laughs> well, yeah. Also, one of the interesting things to me, if you talk about plant-based versus vegan, because there's so many different products out there now that are labeled vegan that are in reality just highly processed foods again so you're missing that whole foods component like which kind of brings us to the topic of these meat substitutes right yeah Yeah. totally like um like the chicken nuggets that you can buy that are plant-based or something and i think it's so funny that people like that could fit into a plant-based i mean technically a plant-based diet but not into a whole foods plant-based diet right yeah absolutely yeah not so much and I, because last week we remember we talked about the Beyond Burger and I said that it tasted just like a cow. Yeah. And <laughs> anyway, so I pulled up the ingredient list right now because I was curious. So are you ready for the ingredient list? And I'm not. This is the Beyond? Me. Yeah, this is the Beyond Burger. So let's just, and I'm not, I'm not, disclaimer, I grew up on a farm and a dairy. So of course I am advocating always for agriculture. <laughs> Um, if you're, you know, offended by that too bad. Um, but so I'm not hating on this because ingredients, they are for the most part, things that you understand, whatever. Um, but a hamburger is just a cow period. End of story. Okay. That's all a hamburger is. That was, that's my point there. And then the ingredients for the Beyond Burger. We have water, pea protein, expeller pressed canola oil, refined coconut oil, rice protein, natural flavors. Interesting. That's an ingredient by itself. I don't know what natural flavors. We don't know. Cocoa butter, mung bean protein, methyl cellulose, potato starch, apple extract, pomegranate extract, salt, potassium chloride, vinegar, lemon, juice concentrate, sunflower lecithin, and beet juice extract for color specifically. That's lots so of, interesting. Lots of those okay. are like flavorings, I, I think. Yes. And, and like additives. they do, you know, it makes sense. They have, they have soy. They have soy? No, they had, they had um, pea protein and mung bean protein. And I mean, their protein is coming from plants. Mm-hmm. However, like, I mean, it's just all the extra stuff. Like we talked about it last week, but if it tastes like a cow and it's not a cow, it makes me concerned. Right. And it's just, I mean, like, besides the ingredients in it, it's just so highly processed because of, I mean, all the things that they had to do to it to make it have that same texture as beef, you know? Yeah. Like, you're trying to make it act like an animal protein in the way that it takes up flavor and the way that you cook it. And, like, I mean, and and that's not what a pea does. A pea isn't supposed to cook like a <laughs> hamburger. Like, which is why, like... That's true. Like the trendy foods thing, like cauliflower rice. Yeah. Like people don't want carbs, so they're eating cauliflower rice. It's like, no, you're eating ground up cauliflower. Can you just call it cauliflower? Yeah. It's the, yeah. It's the, the texture of rice. <laughs> yeah. It's well, a good point. 
do you guys remember so so that was the beyond burger the other one was the impossible burger do you oh, remember yeah. when they came out with that and they had invented this because it was supposed to be like the perfect emulation of a hamburger it cooks like hamburger it tastes like it has the texture and they used um they found a way to derive heme from like fermenting yeast or some kind of process like that and heme is like the molecule in basically blood with 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 meat that makes it red and they put that into these plant-based burgers to make to just make it closer but again that that product is similar to the beyond it's just highly processed there's lots of different ingredients but as i found out they do actually fortify it with um some added vitamins and minerals so like yeah, I'm B12. Looking right now actually they have b1 b6 b2 b12 zinc um probably some iron in there niacin i don't actually no iron i don't see iron well and I wonder if the plant-based team. Oh, you know what? Probably. I would have to look into that. It's interesting, too, that they put coconut oil in there. Like, is that, what reason would they do that? Because it just seems like you're adding a lot of saturated fat. Well, by doing that. How, how convenient that you asked me that, Morgan, because on the what are the ingredients on the Impossible Burger, yeah. it's telling me why they're putting things in. So protein from soy and potatoes, flavor from heme. Fat from coconut and sunflower oils to make it sizzle on the griddle. That's just, I mean, like, if I was going to choose the fat that I was going to put in a, in a, like, burger, I guess I don't think I would choose coconut oil. So that's just interesting to me. trendy. People look for that in labels. That's true. And coconut oil is also trendy. So that makes sense. Right. Also, it is a saturated fat. Saturated fat to your morning meat. So maybe it's to further emulate like what you'd get in beef. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Well, I'm I'm sure it's for like to bind everything together. It has to form somehow. Right. That's fats yeah. Well, that's there. the methyl cellulose too, is a binder. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Well, maybe we should. I mean, I like to. I've made like black bean burgers at home before. Um, they yeah. always fall apart. <laughs> I mean, it's Damn. really just like black bean slop that I put on a piece of bread. <laughs> it's delicious. Ain't that the truth? Yeah, but it's not when I want a hamburger. It's when I just want to eat beans. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, same. Same. I'm having bean tacos tonight, actually. What, like, <gasps> what are the plant-based meals that you guys eat most often then? Like, what's your go-tos? Chili. Um, mm-hmm. Last night we had uh nachos yeah so i i made refried beans just with canned beans and some seasonings and stuff it's my new favorite way to eat beans yeah um, nice and then, what else do i do oh burrito bowls those are a go-to Damn. and then um like the well it's not usually vegan like vegetarian curry so like a lentil curry or yum yes yeah same for me honestly I do eat quite a bit of rice and beans. I lived in Central America for a while during college, and that kind of got me started on it because I was also raised in a farming home, and we had cattle and ate beef at least five, six times a week at least. Yeah. And so, yeah, I got, I, I do now, I do a lot of lentils. I like um, chickpeas. I, 
I love legumes. I, in fact, I just put something on social media the other day about how awesome legumes are. Definitely a must have in any plant-based diet. Which is what Cody, you inspired my dinner last night. Your bean, I saw your bean post and then I was like, that's what I'm making for dinner is like lazy man nachos with a can of beans that I'm oh going to refry. Yes. I love. <laughs> that makes me so happy. Cody, and they were delicious. Cody, you inspired me too. Me and Nicole were just talking about you today and we're like, we should try that chickpea, like the roasted chickpea thing to put on Isn't top it... of our salads. It looks so good. Did you make some? Not yet. I need to buy some chickpeas. They're so, it's so good. Yeah, That I'm looks excited. so delicious, Cody. I saw that too and was like, because those are, you can buy them now. They're also like a trendy health food or like chickpeas that you buy in a bag, like you would chips. Yes, yes, and I've tried those once, but I will tell you, I don't think they're as good as homemade. Okay. Ooh. Cody, wait. Because they... How do you Sorry. get them, like, crispy? Because when you buy them in the bag, they're kind of crunchy, right? Right. So it all, for me, what I found, it's just how you cook them. So I like to start them off probably around, like, 400 degrees. And then they kind of start to brown if you have your olive oil on them. But then if you turn the oven down, it avoids burning them, but it'll... It, kind of dries them out more if you and then you just leave them in there until they're crispy they shrink quite a bit too so you use a can of chickpeas and you rinse it dry it lay them on a can. that actually does make a difference after you drain them and put them on your cookie sheet uh take a paper towel and just blot off some of that excess moisture Mm. okay well i'm gonna have to do that we'll reconvene next week we'll eat our We'll drink our cocktails and eat our chickpeas. We'll crunch on video. <laughs> I on love movie. that idea. <laughs> so hipster. Oh, yeah. It's windy AF. <laughs> so do you I guys think, back to the the burgers and the meat substitutes, I've tried some of them, and I enjoy them. Like, they taste good. They're definitely more expensive right now than just regular meat, which is interesting because regular meat isn't cheap either do you think they're healthier or what's your take on them well yeah i mean i would say no but it depends like i guess the like what aspect are you looking at like for me i prefer minimal ingredients and just uh you know minimal processing to me that's i would consider that healthier um mm-hmm. so I would say no and I know that they try to make the like nutritional value of those burgers pretty close to what beef would be. So to me if mm-hmm. the nutritional value is similar um but it's more processed and there's more ingredients I would say beef is healthier. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking right now so a beyond burger Nutrition is pretty close to a beef burger. Yeah. So it still has 20 grams of fat and six grams of saturated fat. So kind of a standard for like a mod, like a moderate fat ground beef is 10 grams of saturated fat per serving. So if you get a lean ground beef, you can get it down to three to five. So like, and to me, me, it's about the fat. Like the reason that I don't eat beef every single day well besides the meat sweats or whatever (laughs) is is the saturated fat content right like I don't eat meat every day of the week I like to vary in one meatless day and like a couple fish days whatever 
Yeah. And it's because of the saturated fat content. It's really nothing else to do with the beef that I'm like, it's unhealthy. We know that certain things cause heart disease, saturated fat, top of the list. Right. And that is in beef. So to me, I would turn down a Beyond Burger because the reason I avoid beef is because I avoid saturated fat. Exactly. If, if I was a vegan because of animal rights reasons, maybe my opinion would be different. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because even if you're a strict vegan and and maybe you chose that lifestyle for an animal rights reason, I, I've heard, I can't remember the exact statistic, but I remember that the majority of people buying these meatless meat products are actually omnivores who just wanted to try it. It's not mm-hmm. like they're flying off the shelves into the hands of vegans. Right. Which so I thought that was interesting. When, when the pandemic first started and everyone was buying grocery stores out of toilet paper and meat, the I will say the alternative meat and the alternative dairy fully stocked. Like it's nobody was on, on Beyond Burger. And I thought that was really really interesting like they are spendy yeah they're expensive so i mean to buy more than a package at a time is probably not super realistic how expensive are they i've never even looked at them um let me look i just am like googling away over here so the one i've tried was the beyond sausages they're like imitation sausages and for four of them it's eight dollars i believe damn from what i remember uh, two pack. So there's two four ounce patties. So, and so for two burgers, you pay six dollars. Damn, it is super expensive. Yeah, it is. I didn't know that. Pound of beef. So have you guys ever like? I don't know if you ever go through fast food drive-ins or anything because aren't there aren't like fast food places offering plant based burgers now? Yes. Have um, you tried them yet? No, I haven't. Who was it? Carl's Jr. Carl's Jr. Yeah. the impossible. I haven't so tried interesting. it. I don't know. I, I haven't tried them either, but I want to. I need to start just trying things so that when we talk about it on this podcast, I know more about it because I have never tried, but I want to know what it tastes like. If it tastes good, if true. it tastes like they're normal burgers or what. I need to know. That is true. I do like to try things. Like I had a do you remember, of course you remember, when we were in um, clinical simulations in downtown Boise, yes. and we'd go to the co-op and we'd get sandwiches, and yes. I got the CCLA, the, it was tempeh, tomato, it was like a BLT, but with tempeh, yes. and it was so freaking delicious, but I don't think I've ever, so I've only had tofu maybe three times in my whole life, well, yeah. that's, that's maybe not true, I've had it enough but not like in bulk, like they haven't had a lot of it. And I got stuck in traffic on my way back to CUNA, which in traffic was like an hour to an hour and 15 minutes for a drive. And I almost pooped my pants on the freeway because that's a burger. It was so much tempeh. It was so awful. Libby, I remember you saying that. So now I'm like traumatized. Like if I see something, I'm like, I'm, I better not because I was so scared that I was gonna poop my pants on the freeway. <laughs> that is very poor timing. 
Oh my god, it was awful. It was the worst. It was that delicious, is... though. I mean, I can't say it wasn't good. <laughs> that is so funny. I remember you saying that. And I I love that sandwich. The TTLA is, like, my favorite thing. But it's so funny that, I guess, like, I've had tofu quite a bit. Um, but I get really bloated after I eat it. And I don't know if it's just because I don't have it that often, hmm. really. But, um, yeah, I totally get that feeling of... I don't know if we're just like our stomachs aren't used to it. Our digestive systems never see it. So it just reacts (laughs) differently. I don't know. Well, I think that if you think about it, right. So um, fiber, like if I can't remember, I always, I always mess up my fiber. I'm looking right now to make sure I don't mess up what I'm about to say to you. (laughs) So insoluble fiber, right. Beans and insoluble fiber. Mm -hmm. And so they pass really quickly through your gut. And I think it's just like the quantity of soybean that's condensed into a strip of tempeh. And then they put as much tempeh on a sandwich as they would like bacon. Mm. It's just, I mean, it's too much. Cause even like if I eat, if I eat lentils specifically, lentils and chickpeas are like my stomach's nemesis. Like Mm. (laughs) your stomach's emesis. (laughs) 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 oh my god (laughs) (laughs) okay i'm gonna get that dietitian jokes i'm gonna make it into a t-shirt wear it around (laughs) yeah definitely if you're if you're increasing your fiber intake in your diet you want to take it slow and like and they say you should drink extra fluids too and get a mix like soluble and insoluble both yeah whole whole plant type foods with the skins on and then things like pulses and legumes Um, and then whole grains are super important because you get the whole on the outside that gives you you know that extra the bran and the that extra good soluble fiber that lasts a little longer in your gut and it slows down the insoluble from getting at you yeah that good 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 fiber <laughs> is important and um it's very rich in a whole foods plant-based diet yes yeah well that's one of the reasons if you if you are strict vegan you have to eat more bulk generally right to to get enough Mm -hmm. calories because if you think about some of those animal products like like meat and dairy they're more calorie dense yes yeah totally for sure they're very calorie dense it's kind of hard so um like i in long-term care right sometimes we have to like really build up people's calories. So if they're following um, like a pretty strict, like I have a very rarely, but sometimes I do get a vegan resident and they don't, so they don't eat meat and they don't eat dairy. And it is so, so hard to get them to have enough calories. And part of that mm-hmm. is because we live in the PNW. So we're a very meat and potatoes kind of world. Um, the bulk of what we serve for protein is animal protein. Like we don't have vegetarian days because we would have some really angry 90 year olds. Yeah. And that's cool. Like 
frankly, if you're 90 and you've eaten meat your whole life, carry on. <laughs> right. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> Yes, but it's so it is so hard to try and pump calories into someone through. So Am I back it, now? Oh, Where did it come? Where did it cut off? Uh, you were talking about how difficult it is to pump calories into a vegan resident. Yes, yes, and it's because you're trying to give them like dairy alternates and meat alternates that typically have way fewer calories specific like like a soy milk versus the regular i'm looking it up right now um a soy milk nutrition label because i don't know how many calories per serving it's probably pretty similar to like a um, milk is what 150 calories for eight ounces yeah 120 to 150 so if it's a skim milk i think it's 120 Mm -hmm. and if it's full fat it's one yeah so 80. So it's 80 grams in an eight ounce serving. Oh no, 140? I don't know. What are you doing, Google? You got confused. <laughs> 80, 80 calories. This is why Google does not give dietary advice, y'all. True that. Oh I, yeah, it's it's a hard one. Yeah. It's definitely, I don't know, but I my my opinion on milk alternates is kind of similar. Like unless you're lact, well, if you're lactose intolerant, there's so many lactose-free milks now, like dairy that is just lactose removed. Um, and obviously, if you're dairy intolerant, it's different because you're more allergic to the protein than to the lactose, right? So you're not going to be able to do dairy, period. But mm-hmm. I just, well, I mean, I'm of the same opinion. Like I. I like as few ingredients in the foods that I eat as I can get. So I always prefer something that I know exactly where it came from. And I, I've milked a cow. I know where it comes from. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Milk, milk alternates are one thing that there is a lot out there, but they're not all created equal. And they're not a lot of them don't even come close to real milk. And what you're looking at specifically is the calorie and protein content. And this is coming from me, which I work in pediatrics. So that stuff is very important when you're talking about a growing two-year-old, you know, if you give them rice milk at home, that is basically giving them water as far as nutrition. I mean, if they can't have dairy milk you really need like we need to work with them to find something that's going to be more comparable in calories and protein um, to support their growth so usually soy milk is a pretty good option for that Um, but there is a lot out there now yeah I know soy was like the the OG of the nut milks, right? Or not that it's yeah. a nut, but you know what I mean? The milk alternates. So did you say soy was? Yeah. Yeah, totally. And then I feel like it kind of got a bad rap. Like soy was in and then it went kind of out. I think soy freaks people out. There's so I... many myths around soy. Yeah. Yeah. And people still it... believe them. I think yeah. that it gets a bad rap partially because <laughs> Of the milk alternates, it's still probably one of the higher ones in carbohydrates uh, and in fat. 
and people are like victimizing carbs right now so right Right. Also, like, a huge portion of the soy crop is GMO. Oh, yeah. And, that's yeah, hostage. that's a whole thing. That's a whole lesson in and of itself. True. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lesson, a discussion. <laughs> it could also be a lesson, Libby. I don't know. I'm just going to sit here and lecture you all. <laughs> we have a PowerPoint <laughs> presentation in our next podcast. Lectures by Libby. You you go to Instagram and you have to scroll through 17 posts to see my 122-page PowerPoint presentation where I'm going to tell you that you're an idiot. And then I'm going to drink and tell it to you again. <laughs> well, I have Just to say, see. I do... Okay, I'm not a huge fan of any, like, trendy diet, but plant-based has not been my least favorite. Like, it's kind of nice because it is the idea of the whole foods plant-based diet. I feel like it has good intentions, but it's just, like, all the the bad things that come with it. Like, people hating on ag, Libby, and all the other, like, false information that people are getting about it versus other diets where it's, like, keto or carnivore, like, cut out these huge food groups. Um I like it a lot better, but I wish that people were just more informed about it. Yes, I just, that's, I am, and honestly, I have nothing against any diet, honestly. Like, you want to follow it, it is your life, it is your body, you really can do whatever you want. What I hate is that people are so um, accepting of whatever information is thrown at them. So it's like, Mm -hmm. they're like, okay, well, this, this is healthier because I'm not eating beef. Like I'm going to be plant-based and I'm going to say that I'm actually vegan, but I'm going to call it plant-based because then people don't hate me as much. Um, And then I'm going to eat a Beyond Burger five times a week. And I'm going to say that I'm healthier than Susie who eats beef five times a week. At the end of the day, like you are just as unhealthy as Susie because you're getting the same amount of saturated fat. Like, well, and actually maybe even more unhealthy than Susie because with your one ingredient of beef, the Beyond Burger is the one that isn't fortified with vitamins and minerals. So beef is yeah. like a great source of B12 and selenium and iron and all those things that this bean concoction just doesn't have, you know? Yeah, right. Exactly. It's just, it's such a, um, it's such a conundrum to me, like the uneducated consumer just drives me bonkers. I'm like, oh, I don't yeah. understand. Like you wouldn't buy a car without test driving it first. Like, why would you put something into your body or follow a bad diet that you don't well, understand fully? Part of it, I think, like speaking of just being an uneducated or educated consumer it really is hard because of all the label claims that are out there on foods, especially if you go to a trendier place like Whole Foods. These labels are, there's cage-free, there's GMO, there's non-GMO, there's vegan. There, and to like an average consumer, there's, I don't think those claims are well understood. I would love to do a whole podcast with you guys like talking about those. Yeah, we should because they totally market towards whatever trends there are. And anything to make you feel like your diet's not already good enough. They totally yeah. market to make you feel like yeah. you can't buy that product. And, and that that product <laughs> yes, yeah. I agree. We should do maybe our next. That would be a nice next episode, perhaps. Did we already have some yeah. intros? 
we have a lot of ideas. We'll have to choose one <laughs> for next week. Yeah. Um. Yes, I don't remember what else we were going to talk about on this. Um, Just whole food, plant based. What is and the meat substitutes and the dairy substitutes. Oh, did you guys know they've actually invented? Well, a couple things: uh, fish substitutes what? and egg substitutes. Oh, I knew egg, egg substitutes. Yeah, were a egg beaters have been around for forever. Wait, but like whole eggs or like scrambled eggs? Yeah, or it like looks like a chicken but isn't a chicken. I think it like squirts out of a bottle. Like it's just like an <laughs> egg, like. Yeah, so like Solution. an egg beater, like a liquid, but it's not like going to have a yolk and all the fabulousness of an egg. Right. Ooh, interesting. And That's and a fish, that makes me mad. A fish substitute. Fish is so good for you. <laughs> right? It's so good for you. Reiterate. Fish is so good for you. Please, for the love of all that is holy, don't cut fish out of your diet. Unless you're a vegan for your reasons and that's fine or you have an allergy also fine I, I just it kind of blows my mind though like how could you recreate the flakiness the flavor the the soft mm-hmm. texture you know like i think maybe and, tofu. you could get like a tofu type something something to get close right i bet so and the amount of like modifying that scientists have done at this point i'm not actually that surprised like there's so many new there's so much new technology that scientists can do and use on food now it's just insane like food scientists one of my good friends from high school went to college for food science she's not currently working in food science but i thought it was interesting at our university how separate that whole department was from dietetics we had no interaction with the food science people well actually that's not true they had to take the basic nutrition class with us because I also have a friend. He changed his major, but that was his original major. So we took it together. Uh, like whatever nutrition 105 or 201 or whatever it was called. Right. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. But they but were yeah, like, they... totally separate. Yeah. But they are wizards. They are. It's yeah. just insane what they can do with technology. now. so much more chemistry than we had to take. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, my freaking nightmare. Oh, I couldn't do it. That, that's Me like either. too much. I didn't want to do it. I did not enjoy like titrating and stuff. Me either, dude. Not my cup of tea. Same. At all. <laughs> I liked when we kind of like blow things up. That was fun. Really <laughs> into High school chemistry was a great time. But. Yes. Um, well. Do I had to any... good science thing and I totally just freaking forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> How upsetting. Damn. I hate that. It'll come to me. I need another beer and then maybe it really will come to me. <laughs> <laughs> or something else. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, or I'll just have to pee 17 times. Um, that is me when we podcast. I struggle when <laughs> yes, I'm drinking and podcasting. You know, I'm like a every hour on the hour, well hydrated little urinator. I'm like that too. <laughs> Especially during power hour. Well, yeah. do you guys have any last words you want to say on um, plant-based diets, 
meat substitutes, dairy substitutes? Um, well, I do feel like I was a little aggressive in my don't do it. I think it's always something like Morgan said to try. Right. But like you don't, I don't know. I just think that you have, you need to think of things in like a, why am I doing this? Am I doing this because, um, whatever, what's that terrible website that gives health advice all the time? Um, any of them, there's a bunch because (laughs) the internet told me like that meat substitutes are better for me or because the internet told me that the dairyman beats his cows or like just be informed like do your freaking homework I'm just I'm in a lecturing kind of mood today but just it just yeah I think it's definitely human it's definitely a problem when people become so dogmatic and maybe don't understand why they're doing it like I think it's been a pretty interesting discussion, even just from a nutrition standpoint on the difference between these meat substitutes and actual meat. And if you just go into it thinking automatically, oh, it's plant-based, like that's a buzzword. It's going to be healthier for me. And then you start eating these meat substitutes five days a week. That's pretty misguided, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And just to add on that too, I think that figuring out like really thinking about why you're doing this, like if you do want to do plant-based, cool, whatever, any diet, whatever, but really think about the why, because if you're just doing it because it's trendy, you're not going to probably be able to maintain that anyways. Like, I feel like you need a better reason than just like, oh, everybody else is doing it to actually maintain something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And to reiterate on if it's sustainable. So I think personally a plant-based diet because it's not the way that I defined it in the very beginning I don't think that it's really a diet it's just a style of eating so where we would usually get you know two to three cups of vegetables a day you would be getting probably more like four to six or five to eight right Right. like you Mm -hmm. are just increasing your consumption of plants so salad and vegetables and fruits and beans, legumes. Cody had a lovely post this week about how you should get, was it a cup and a half per week? Per week for legumes. a 2,000 calorie diet. Yeah, of legumes, which really, if you eat beans at a meal, like a cup is a good portion. That's for, really easy to do yeah, in easy. a week. So I just, you know, and it's, which... And don't if if this if this offends you to call it a plant based diet or a whole food plant based diet or whatever, don't call it that. Just increase your consumption of fruits and vegetables. Yeah, I mean, I think that, exactly. I think that's why it's so trendy? People are like, oh, I feel amazing when I follow this diet. It's like you're like we've been saying this the last twenty years as dietitians, <laughs> right? Like you're just eating Longer. what you're supposed to be eating. Like just eat a salad. Yeah. <laughs> that is very funny <laughs> back yeah, to fun. basics it's like they're basically implementing the my plate food guide but that's not very <laughs> glamorous so no, because it didn't come from the government so everybody's like the government doesn't know what they're talking about why why are they telling me what to do so they're like you know what we're gonna do we're gonna call it whole food plant-based and i'm gonna put it on instagram and now it's cool Right. Yeah. There's so much suspicion surrounding 
like USDA guidelines. Oh People my are gosh. like, the government ain't gonna tell me to eat carbs. I know. <laughs> It's so interesting. They how just that want happens. us to eat rice and cereal. <laughs> it's just support them farmers that they subsidize and stuff. <laughs> I don't know why I just turned the the guy into like the the token hillbilly that people totally stereotype on <laughs> on everything, but I did. Just FYI, most farmers I know don't hate carbs. <laughs> True. <that. laughs> Just in case you were wondering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's just a big takeaway. Like, people need to be a little more open-minded just around plant-based diets. Because it doesn't have to mean strictly vegan. Right. Which it's so, I mean, I can't imagine being a vegan. It would be very hard, very, very hard to maintain a true vegan diet. Yeah. Well, or a vegan lifestyle either, you know. It would be, but it's so trendy right now that a lot of, like, restaurants and stores are making it easier for people, I think. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah, by by offering all these meat substitutes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, you used to vegan. have to, like, cook. <laughs> yeah, it's still vegan. It doesn't mean it's, it's healthy, but it's still vegan. It is so trendy, and that's where I see, personally and professionally, I see the big danger in that because I think if people automatically assume that plant-based means vegan, um, they immediately want to follow a purely vegan diet, which is, let's be honest, it's pretty hard to maintain adequacy and nutrient density and, you know, meet your needs without including animal products. And you should always have supervision and know exactly what you're doing so right and to tie it back to the supplement thing <laughs> if you are a true vegan odds are you probably need a daily multivite or at least like a b complex or something but yeah you know yep, depending but... upon your diet and talk to a professional don't listen to me i'm drunk <laughs> <laughs> but still smart she's drunk but she's still smart oh drunk but so 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 smart i have a degree to prove it and yeah. um and I know we're not supposed to give nutrition advice on this, but like really, if someone is a vegan, I think they should automatically be working with a dietitian at some point. I think so too. Just to be safe. Which I we have so. a friend who specializes specifically in vegan diets. And- right. right. Yeah. yeah. She'd be a great resource for I'd anyone. I'd totally give her a shout out, but I do not know what her handle is. So we're not going to. <laughs> awesome. Well, I had so much fun this week, guys. Yeah, that was great. Yes, I don't think we stayed on topic at all. It's typical. I love it. How happy is it? I also have not refilled my beer. I'm having self-control. Nice. Um, Thank you for joining us on Dietitian Power Hour. See you next week. Bye. Thanks for joining us on Dietitian Power Hour. This is Libby. I'm Morgan. And I'm Cody. We drop episodes every Tuesday night. Find us on Instagram at Dietitian Power Hour Pod, and you can also follow us on Spotify.